Engineering is um, a serious business. We know that. But if you know it better than business school banner man Zachariah Vesey, a CSSE senior whose credit line through crowdfunding startup Omnis is taking names in every entrepreneurial competition across the plains, and then some. So borrow him all you want, Raymond J. Just remember where this story begins. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, loyal listeners. Y'all are so loyal. My gosh. I mean, we're going on 200, we're pushing 225 episodes of the best podcast in all of higher education, and y'all are sticking with us. The numbers continue to skyrocket. Buzzsprout is having to get a new server farm. At least that's the word on the tweet, or the X, whatever you call it. Hey, you... Jeremy Henderson's my name, and uh, incredibly out-of-the-box intros are my game. Uh, Hashtag Getting is the podcast you're turning in, tuning into. (laughs) Oh, Lord, we got got Transformers listening to. Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm a a communications and marketing specialist for that place. Uh, Back from New York is my co-host with the co-most, Austin Phillips, Mario Mamuvi, uh, fan uh, extraordinaire. Watch out! I might and turn into a podcast. A Yan- Yankees, you know. <laughs> oh, is that a thing? That's what you said. I, what did I say? You said thanks for turning into a podcast. No tuning. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. So I'm All right. Throw it back on me. Yep. Goes up. Sees the Yankees. Sees a Broadway show, and now he's back looking for Mo. John Sluice turning the knobs and bringing the throbs over here. And uh, we have a very special guest, Austin, my favorite business student, and yours. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I didn't know you could just Harvard. I didn't know you could just name it and claim it. <laughs> you know, are, are we gonna, are our next engineering ba- uh, banners? We gonna have like Cam Newton on there or something? I, maybe we'll make it on there. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Incredible podcast. I tell oh, you what, we kid, our we kid, Har- our Harvard friends. Ha ha ha. Yeah, Zachariah Vizi. A senior in computer science, software engineering. That's right? in the College of Engineering. Yep, yep. in engineering. Yep. But of course, uh, when you're looking for the best business folks in the world, where do you turn? College of Engineering. College of Engineering. Yeah, Zachariah Vesey is uh, just all up in that tiger cage, uh, growling, prowling. And uh, I mean, your face is on everything. Any sort of entrepreneurial whatever, the Vese dog is there bringing the heat. Uh, what is going on? Like, what? What we got? We got to find out all about you. All about the, uh, I mean, the company, the the future, how you got here. My gosh, this is the second time. I mean, he he, he went to Morehouse. What, what was the degree? Oh, physics. Physics, just like you. It's like we're family. He got a scholarship in physics, a physics scholarship to Auburn University. It was an absolute, it was a mistake though. Yeah. It turns out it was They didn't a, know that I could not count. There was another Austin Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid. No, once upon a time he knew what Newton's law was and all that, I'm sure. Dropped uh, an apple or whatever. Um or two. Velocity. Velocity. Yeah. <laughs> I got Mass. all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so thanks a ton for joining us first off cuz uh obviously you're a busy man. Yeah. 
um, posing for banners. And yeah. Whatnot. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, no, thanks a ton. So tell, tell us about yourself. Where, where, where are you from? Uh, so I'm originally from uh, Nashville, Tennessee, but uh, my dad was a diplomat, so I didn't really get to grow up in the U.S. like that. A diplomat? Yeah, Is yeah. this our first diplomat? Uh, DK? It's the first yeah. diplomat kid, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I mean, we've had some, like, you know, army army brats yeah, and such, a lot but of I don't those. think we've had any DKs. Not any DKs. All right, keep going. What, yeah. was, he, what was he a diplomat? I mean, what was what's with that? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, we would travel from uh, Lagos, Nigeria, South Africa, Johannesburg, London, England, and Tijuana, Mexico. And so, um, basically, when I started going to school in the U.S., was I mean, it was like a whole different experience. And just kind of seeing, I I, I guess, how different things are. And so, I mean, it was a great experience. And my dad, uh, he, he just retired from being a diplomat, and now he actually... Um, after a while, ended up working at Stanford for risk analysis for them. So I, that's uh, that's a California school, Stanford. Yeah, it's a pretty good one, Stanford. Yeah. Okay, Stanford. You know, one. you know, Michael Zabala went there. That, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You, oh, you should have had that you on should. the pin it on your wall. Of course, yeah. my bad. Um, <laughs> oh, so, Zabala, so when, you. My when, bad. When did you when did you move here? Okay, so this is actually going to be a crazy story. Uh, so, we love those. Yeah. So basically, when I was 12, I was diagnosed with dyslexia, right? And so uh, I ended up going to a boarding school in uh, Buffalo, New York. If anybody knows it, it's in the middle of nowhere. Okay. I, was, <laughs> I was an hour away this from guy. Toronto. Oh, really? No way. Really? Physics, <laughs> you're from the middle of nowhere. Physics major and Buffalo Bills super fan. No Right way. here. Yeah. Right. Not anywhere from there. Just love the Bills. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, I ended up going there. It's called the Gow School. And so um, after that, then I went to Morehouse. I did physics over there and their dual degree program. And then I ended up coming here for engineering because they didn't have an engineering school. And at the time I was going to school, I would say I was going to school for my parents. It was, you know, I got to make a lot of money. And I was thinking aerospace engineering and Auburn is a great uh, aerospace engineering school. Tell me about it. Right. Yeah. And so uh, I ended up changing my mind once I had my business idea. And uh, if you ask my dad, he he hated me for it because he's like, well, you're going to change your major, <laughs> you know. And so I was like, no, I, I have uh, I have a feeling about this. I know it's going to sound crazy, but it's not like, you know, I'm changing to something I, I haven't been like working at. You know, physics still had a lot of math. Computer science still has a lot of math. So um, ended up doing that and then working on my uh, business idea. Once I started having, you know, some type of traction from it, you know, I was able to start bringing people on. I had some validity in it, and people believed in it because of that. So, well, so tell us about so what's yeah. the business idea? Exactly. Give us the backstory, right? So, um, <clears throat> while my time at Tijuana, Mexico, uh, one of the biggest things that uh, I I saw, but I didn't realize because it was so you know often, is that uh, everybody goes ahead and travels the border every day. They just go to San Diego all the time. They go work there, send their kids to school there, and all that, right? But the one thing that doesn't come with them is their credit, and so. When you're thinking about this as an 18 year old, you're, you're like, I, I don't, you know, it's not something that really resonates with you. Yeah, so, did it resonate with you as an 18 year old, Austin? Well, I was, when, when you, you were said he got it? a business idea from Tijuana, Mexico, I was, <laughs> I, I was holding my breath. Cut. Yeah, see like, where this oh, was well. going. Let Harvard have him. <laughs> yeah. Where Walter White came into this, I was waiting. So, okay, all right. Okay, this, all right. No, this yeah. it resonated at 18. Okay. Right. So, but basically, I, I saw it in America as well. Uh, while I was at Morehouse, I was there with Clark Atlanta University, Spelman College, and then Morehouse 
college. But one of the biggest things that, you know, I saw a lot of people have was the housing issue. Sometimes they would accept more people than they could take. And so sometimes a lot of people would have um, an issue trying to find housing. And a lot of the times they really couldn't. And so uh, it came down to the credit. And so a lot of people lived in like these really like, you know, uh, like shotgun houses because they couldn't even afford the apartments. And I was just like, you know, what what what's the problem here? Maybe it's because they don't have enough money. And then once you dig down deeper, it was the credit. So the company's called Omnis. It's a financial product for the unbanked and underbanked for them to be able to build credit and get access to capital. What that really means is, is if I send you money and you send that money back, you build credit. And that's never been able to happen before. And technically, your first bank account is your parents, right? It's your family. And so creating some type of credibility that actually goes past just your family was the idea right there. So, yeah. Okay. Now, help me out because I'm not smart. Know very little about the real world. Have zero credit. So I go to, um, I, said, I mean, zero. <laughs> like not five, not 10, not 200. Yeah, when you, when you, Goose egg. when you enter that for your credit score, it's like a question mark. Right. What is, th- that's not even a number. Capital One has done like a, like a, like a cease and desist. Uh, just on me trying to, you know, reach out. So if I reach out to Omnis, yeah. right. So so walk me through it. I'm a customer. So you're a customer on Omnis. Basically, as soon as you onboard, uh, you get to have some of your lenders and borrowers. So your family and friends are on the platform as well. Okay. And so okay. when you need to make a post, uh, basically, you go ahead, you say a title, a description, and put in an amount. And based off of that, uh, all your family and friends will be able to go ahead, see it, give whatever they want. So as a lender, as your family and friends or others, I could go ahead and gift it to you, I could put 0% interest on it and I could put a custom amount of interest. And so what ends up happening is, you know, when you start getting these loans from, I I would say even banks, uh, basically they'll charge you at like 6% interest. But because you have gifts in there and 0% interest with your family and friends, it actually ends up being less than what a bank would give you on interest because they're giving you some of that money. So the loan's getting reduced. And then a lot of friends and family just want to see you succeed. So they usually do 0% interest. The custom interest is for when it's out of the amount that your family and friends can give you. And so that's where uh, I ended up having that come into play. But um, so that's your average consumer. I would say for people who are, uh, what we want to be able to get to is people who are international, like international students, and then even like, people who have lived their whole lives in London, right? They're 30, 40, and then they come to the U.S. to go ahead and work. Their credit doesn't come with them. So when they want to go ahead and, you know, take out a loan just for a car for their family that, you know, two, three kids, they can't. So it's like starting over from scratch, and that doesn't carry over. So in the same time, we're fixing that problem as well. This is, I mean, it seems pretty ingenious. Like like feeling like uh this is like scratching an economic itch. I didn't even know we had well and, and just solving the problem, you know, of, of helping address an issue. Right. To me, right. To me, that's the part that I, I'm grasping the most. Uh, the the technology and using everything that that part's great, but being able to again see a problem that we have in society and here at Auburn be 
the ones to try to fix it. And, and, and I guess, and maybe again, this is going to reveal, I wish, so maybe you should ask it. Cause again, it's going to reveal the ignorance about, I let the, you know, little woman handle all the so finance no, stuff. I, I can go ahead and answer it. No, you cannot build your credit through the Chick-fil-A app, Jeremy. <laughs> so if that's where you're going, <laughs> my family can give me points. I thought yeah. that was kind of the it, same. That's not going to help no? you at Capital One. No. Nope. Well, dang. Okay. What about Omnis? Omnis? <laughs> is, this, is it like a crypto sitch? I could like somehow transfer it. Well, like, I mean, but you gotta, I mean, don't you have to, I mean, to build the credit, I mean, don't the credit, and there's some apparatus, I mean, the credit agencies, you gotta, so have you like partnered with them? Have you reached out with them? Like, how did that even happen? Yeah, so uh, well, that was another hard part about this was uh, actually building credibility behind the company. So one of the first things we ended up doing was partnering with banks. And so we actually knew Kenneth Kelly, the funny story about that, and uh, I, I tell it all the time to, you know, people that ask about it. But basically, it was at Auburn, and I was at AEP in the engineering building. And um, I have a friend named Xavier, and he goes, Zach, Kenneth Kelly's here. And I was just like, okay, who's that? I don't, I don't you know, know from the reception area? Yeah, like, no, he, he has, his face is like everywhere, bro. And I was just like, oh, okay. He's, and he's like, yeah, he's the CEO of uh, First Independence Bank. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So like, how do I, how do I get this introduction? So uh, the whole of the AEP, and I love those guys. Uh, CI2E. Oh, CI2E. We've rebranded. Center for Inclusive Engineering Excellence. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Formerly AEP. Always be AEP to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, basically they they staged the whole thing. There was like an event that uh, Kenneth Kelly was going to sit at upstairs and I had this one guy save a seat, Tyler, and he, you know, saved a seat right next to him. And they told me when he was going to be there and he's and they checked to make sure it was good with my classes. And so as soon as I came up, they saved me the seat and I went and I said, hey, hi, my name is Zachariah VC. I'd like to talk to you about an idea. And so I pitched to him. We moved out the room and started talking about it for real. And so ever since then, they were my first bank partner. And we were able to go ahead and, well, I I started working there as a banking IT consultant because one of the biggest things that I didn't even know about was the compliance issues, right? So once I understood that, then I had to go to, you know, Experian and I had to say, hey, well, we went to Data Links, which actually sends the information in Metro 2 format to Experian. And basically, uh, we can become a data furnisher. So as long as we have about 500 loans and 500 people on the platform, then we can go ahead and send that data. We pay them to be able to send that data. But eventually, because we're, we're gathering such unique data points, we'll be able to flip that and like who's paying who. So, I mean, that's how that system ended up happening. I had to build credibility for people to actually see me as something and as a company that actually has some backing from it financial sure. institutions sure man i mean if there's anyone out there listening who doesn't know who kenneth kelly is yes. you give a do the th- you know, do your kenneth, thing kenneth retired from um southern company you know worked for uh southern company for years and then uh went first independence bank up in um detroit detroit and um just what an amazing alum i've worked really close with him through the alumni council and Everything you just described, that's Kenneth Kelly. Yep. I mean, he is here to help you students. 
Um, he's been through this. He's been through this program. He knows what it's like. Um, man, this is that, yeah, that's a, just the story. I don't think I realized. I, that. Ned maybe, had maybe no idea about that until you just told me that. <laughs> yeah. But that's the kind of that's the kind of person Kenneth is. He's probably not going to tell me that. Yeah. Um, but man, that that's just amazing. The the full circle of what we keep talking about I mean, of tigers know, our alum- tigers. God, just amazing. I I can't love that enough. Seriously. Talk about the creed. I, I can see your eyes. Like, oh man, I'm just eating it. I'm yeah. well, and I'm just sitting there thinking, what else can we do with this? I know. I'm like, <laughs> just wait till the podcast because I'm getting you. Go. You're going to oh, be really? presenting at our council mm. meeting coming oh, up. So yeah, get ready for okay. that. Yeah, buckle up. <laughs> Well, that is uh no, that's fantastic. Well, so I mean, well, I, I got to know about Tiger Cage too. Yeah, oh yeah, you're winning, or you know, I mean, you're up there at least. You're winning things. You're on banners. Just talk about getting, uh, you know, getting involved with that and that whole process. Yeah, Tiger Cage. Uh, I would say Tiger Cage is probably one of the hardest things I've done in a long time, just because while doing school, it was you know, uh, you know, staying up till three a.m. trying to you know finish homework and then start working on the startup. And so there, there's a there's a misconception when you're an engineer, you're like, look, I can build it. And that's true. Uh, but there's a business aspect to it that a lot of engineers just don't think that is important. And Tiger Cage tells you how important that is. Uh, if anybody knows, I did Halloween pitch and I completely. Yeah. The first time I did it because I did it twice. The first time I did. I didn't even place. Horror story. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It was, I was like, all right, cool. I, uh, they were like, get, get, get out, out. They were yeah, like, yeah. he's never going to be on a banner. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I came back and I wanted. But that, that's, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's, the, that's the beauty of it. I mean, that's the beauty of it, of how, sure. of how much you learned and took away from it the first time yeah. to be able to come back and succeed. That. You need to have a business strategy. You, you make a product, so what? Now, how do you give it to people? Why are people going to use it? How do you make money off of it? You know, it was all these questions that I was just like, I don't know, we'll charge a fee. I was like, what's the what's the fee? How, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, right. Yeah, and so, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, and you realize when you start meeting a lot of people in this industry, it's a lot of, you know, guesswork, but it's preparation, you know? People prep their pitches. People prep the questions that they're going to get asked by, you know, judges. A lot of investors are judges. I was just, um, I just came back from uh, Atlanta for the uh, Dell pitch competition and they chose only, um, it was about 50 plus applicants all in the like Atlanta tech hub that got in. And I was one of the selected uh, ones to pitch. Uh, but there's still, you, you you know, even though I was there and I was going against people who were like Forbes 30 under 30 local. And um, so, I mean, it, it took me to be able to get there. I didn't place, but I had a conversation with um, the guy who ended up building the Atlanta Brave Stadium. He actually took me aside. He has a, a unicorn. So that's a billion dollar startup. Um, and he kind of said, hey, look, guys, like the guy from Scotland. He understood that this could hit the international markets. He's like, look, you guys got a huge problem and you had one of the biggest problems out of all the competitors. You guys pitched really good, but I wanna know how you guys can make more money off of the data that you're having. It was a three minute pitch. I couldn't have talked about everything, but you know, it, it, it made me think, okay, you know, we do have this valuable data. How can we make more money off of this data? So, I mean, that's just the business aspect of it. Well, I can go ahead and tell you, our development office is going to be in touch with you soon after you graduate. <laughs> right. Thank yeah. you. Get ready get, to be get, funding get your, some scholarships Yeah, get there. your wallet right now. Because this, this degree is, is not free. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you mean the clout is... that comes with the engineering thing. I mean, you're going to be paying for it. No, I kid. Uh, I I don't know. I love, man, this is this is great. 
so stories are, like this. Looking forward. Deep. Yeah. Are, are we, we are we gonna are we gonna be running this company? Is it is this what our future is, or what are, what are we thinking post graduation? Yeah. No. Um. I'm definitely gonna be running the company. Uh. We. Uh, plan on actually raising if not this summer going to be next summer uh, we've already established that we're going to raise 2.75 million uh, as of today and so I mean going from there it's uh, really about getting investors we already got the so one of the things that um, and this is going back to the business strategy was we got the FDIC mission-driven bank fund to be able to subsidize the cost to implement inside banks right but also on the same, uh, we got the technical manager from them to say, hey, if you guys integrate with two more mid-sized banks, such as you know First Independence mm-hmm. Bank, we'll put you as part of our portfolio for actually investing and then also to recommend as technology. And so it's just, I, I feel like at this point, it's really one, marketing, and then two, really trying to find ways where we can get investors to be able to you know, uh, help us with that 2.75. So, yeah, I plan on doing this. So is that why you decided for the 2.75 today is because you were coming on the podcast yeah. and this would be I mean, the, there's the, the a lot of There's a lot of influential alumni that listen oh, yeah? to this I mean, podcast. So, so uh, that's pretty much it. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, good, good. Hey, make sure your phone's charged up. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good strategy. <laughs> and when you say we, is there a we? Or is it, you know, are we? is it like the royal we? Like you're speaking to yourself. Are there, I mean, do you have other folks? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Um, so a long time I was a solo founder because uh, smart people don't want to, you know, uh, you're usually really risk adverse um, unless you show some type of merit and, you know, winning competitions helps that. Uh, I've just, uh, so I have a co-founder. His name is Cameron Dye. He, I actually ended up meeting him at um, Morehouse College. And then I have two more people that I'm bringing on. One's another old friend who works at Microsoft right now, and another one works at Ford and just finished her master's in uh, cybersecurity. Oh, so, rock and roll. I'm interested to see how Man, that goes. Checking all the boxes. I'm I love it. You, this is awesome. Zachary, I can't thank you enough for yeah. taking the time to uh, yeah, to tell us about all this. Um, seriously, this is some great, I don't know, it's great stuff. Uh, this is what reason we like doing this. Though. Jeremy's going to be applying for a loan soon. So yeah, seriously. I mean, just let me know. I, I got you, Jeremy. My grandparents gave me all kinds of money, yeah. like for shooting yeah. basketball, like, you know, playing horse and winning, birthdays. Yeah, the me, trust I mean, fund, you don't I mean, even have to worry about I'm that sure, anymore, Jeremy. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it's probably a little more robust, you know, sophisticated than that, but still, no. Anyway, what, a, what, a, what an idea. And yeah. I, I mean, I can barely even wrap my mind around it, but it's still is awesome anyway thank you thanks a ton for joining us and uh maybe we can get you in on an engineering banner one day that'd be cool i mean yeah, yeah i yeah. could do that too yeah, yeah. Right. just both i don't i don't know <laughs> same, guys time. Want. <laughs> same picture just <laughs> bigger concourse now right? that's what concourses. we need to do there just like the marquees on mcdonald's and hardy's and all that jazz i'm down for it you just let me know i you know we could take another picture right now heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. in front of that one yeah that's what we, that's what we need you need to let us go out there and take a picture i saw right, on yeah. your linkedin you had some shots of the thing you don't have a picture of you uh with it and everything yeah i yeah, yeah. anyway war eagle war thanks eagle. for telling war us that, thank you you're listening to the hashtag getting podcast brought to you by auburn university's samuel Ginn college of engineering